a Telltale Pod production. Spirit Bird by Jasbinda Belan Chapter 15 I wake up from a dream, confused to find myself curled into a frozen ball with Jivan snoring next to me. And then I remember how we ended up here. My body aches from lying on the hard ground and my neck is stiff, but I sit up in the darkness and peer out of the tree, rubbing my eyes. The first rays of sun crack out from the steely clouds and spool on to the distant, snowy mountains. We must get to Galapur today so we can get to Zandapur as soon as possible and find Papa. I shake, Jivan. Wake up! It's dawn already. A little black and white bird flies into the tree and begins scratching at the ground. I crumble a purple streaked pistachio on my palm and hold it out. You'll like this. It takes a beautiful beakful and flies off through the branches. Come on, sleepyhead. I take the lamagaya feather and brush it across Jivan's eyes. Where am I? he asks, sitting up abruptly. We're on our journey, remember? The two musketeers. Slow down, Asher, says Jeevan, yawning. I need a minute or two to come around. Shall we have the mango? He shoves his hand into my bag, finds the mango and begins peeling it with his penknife. The sooner we get started, the sooner we'll find Papa. He carries on peeling the fruit. I'm sorry, he says. What for? That I didn't come with you straight away. He hands me a slice of mango. You've hardly been out of Mormonali. Took you real courage to come all by yourself. And I'm sorry too. And you had good reasons for not coming. I wanted to say goodbye properly. I wanted to call you back and give you a hug, but I just couldn't. I pull Nanaji's gold pendant from under the hoodie and stare at its teardrop shape. It sounds strange, I say, letting myself trust Jivan more now, knowing that he won't make fun of me like he used to, even if he isn't quite convinced. As soon as Ma gave this to me, I, I knew I could do it. Whenever I hold it, I feel something, like a force, connecting me with my nanaji. I really want to believe you he says, deep in thought. We pass the rest of the mango in silence. Pass me the mango stone. I twist the banana leaf around it, tucking the end to make its own little plant pot and scoop some dark red earth into it. I cradle it between my palms and close my eyes. Grow, grow, sweet mango, I sing. Carried all the way from Mormonali, 
push out your greener shoots for Papa to remind him of home. I press the soil firmly and drip water onto it. I'm going to anoint it with the holy Ganges when we get to the temple, I say, cocooning it in Papa's scarf and placing it in my bag. We walk along a steep road, fringed with tall deodar pines and wild rose bushes, which have shed their white petals and left behind fat orange hips. A tuneful whistling thrush, its deep blue feathers speckled with white, lands on a branch and looks at us. The sun is almost overhead before we spot any signs for Galapur. Then a truck come blasting down the road, sounding its horn, shattering the peace, flicking a dusty trail of dirt and stones into my eyes. How long have we been walking? I ask, slowing down. I'm really thirsty. I don't know, says Jeevan, looking back the way we've come. But I'm sure we'll come across a stream now that we're going up higher. I'm trying not to think about it, but my throat is parched and my ankle is starting to ache again. Look at that massive bird, says Jeevan in wonder, pointing down the road. I think it's following us. I shade my eyes and spot the bird. It stays just ahead of us, stopping every time we do. And my heart gives a little skip. It's a Lamagaya. Do you believe the spirits of our ancestors live through animals, Jivan? Mm, I'm not sure. Doesn't sound very likely. I ignore his doubts. I think it's true. I think this bird is keeping an eye on us. Could it be my Nanaji's spirit? It perches on a roadside rock and carries on watching us. I wave it farewell as we pass by and I catch sight of its dark eyes just before it takes off. Come back soon, spirit bird! I cry as it swoops over our heads. I take up the feather I found for the very first time I saw the bird and wished I still had my long plait to weave it into. Instead, I stroke it against my cheek before putting it back for safekeeping. Jeevan walks beside me, a slight frown in his face as if he's trying to work out what he really believes. We climb further uphill on the road which sweeps away towards lines of steep terraces planted with row after row of small, shiny tea plants. People are hunched over them with baskets on their backs filled with green, bright leaves. The ankle I twisted yesterday is throbbing, sharp shooting pains crawling up my leg every time I take a step. I stop and rest against a post, turning away as more trucks blast along the road, loaded up with crates of fresh tea. Do you think any of these drivers would give us a lift? I really need to rest my ankle. Jeevan sticks his arm out. Let's try. The next one might. But not a single truck stops. I don't know how much further I can walk and my ankle begins to howl more than ever. I collapse 
onto the edge of the road. That was another Tell a Tale Pod production. Remember that you can follow, share and find more of our podcasts at tellatalepod.podbean.com.